Welcome to Station to Station, the Blue Jays series recap show. You are about to listen to part two of our state of the season. Rob and Dustin join us to continue to talk about the current issues with the Jays and what they would do to improve results going forward. Thank you for listening, and we hope that you enjoy. So one of the other issues facing this team, and, and I think that's really changed from April to May. April, uh, this team looked tight. You know, everything um, everything was just mo- – like the moving parts were all, you know, well lubricated and working together. And, Dustin, that does not seem to be the case in May. Uh, I feel like runners are just running into outs and just doing all kinds of weird stuff on the bases. Yeah, I mentioned earlier, like, what happened to this team. Like, what did you do with my Blue Jays and who are you? That, like, that's that's what I feel like in terms of they're just the little things that are, on, you know, running the bases, some defensive stuff. I mean, it's not just Bo Bichette. I mean, I, um, Matt Chapman has had some gaffes on, on at third base. I don't think Bo Bichette is even part of this sloppiness he, at all. No, he's, not – no. High profile throw, but like yeah, anyway. it's it's tough when you like when you end a game with your error. I mean, it looks bad, but yeah, um, yeah, no, it's it's running the bases, um, you know, and the big culprit for me has been you know Kevin Biggio. I, I just if this guy's on this team to get on base and to pinch run and. He can't do either of those things. Yeah. If yeah, the guy yeah. was not named Biggio, he would not be on the Blue Jays. I I have to believe that at this point. Yeah, it it's uh, you're 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 right. Like I mean, his his job is to come in and and specifically pinch run, and if you can't do that, <laughs> that's a problem. And at that point, you you're actually harming the team um, instead of benefit. You know, not even just not contributing but if, if you're hurting the team uh, that's that that's definitely an uh, an, an issue now i think it might also be like i said lack of playing time but maybe it's just time for him maybe he needs a change of scenery you know he's not getting the the playing time that he wants the jays don't feel confident putting him in there maybe it's time to put him up you know for a trade but again who's who's going to want him and in order to for people to want them, you kind of got to showcase them. Well, someone will take a flyer in him with that last name, and and you know, yeah. I, I, I they would, but what, but what, but what do you get for him? I don't want to agree with him at all, but I think he like there is a lot of truth to what he just said. Is that you know, uh, well, you know, Nathan Lucas gets like sent down at the drop of a hat, right? Now, I don't believe we have like that particular option with Biggio, but um, yeah. He's uh, of all of all the sons of former uh, big league ball players. He has not panned out as, as we had hoped. And again, I just think it's it's when he goes when he's out there playing. I think he he his he'll get his timing down. He'll get his head a bit more into the game. And it's I, I get it. It's tough on him if you're not out there every day, even every other day. So, you know, in that sense, I kind of give the guy a break, but. Well, he didn't he crush 
a uh, home run yeah, last night. Oh, so, yeah, last night. Yeah, he can run into one every once in a yeah. while. But yeah, big, big deal, this, right? <laughs> when you guys are, when you're down a few runs, right, and then you get a home run at the end of the, at the end of the game with nobody on base. Okay, well, big deal. What's one run, right? You're still gonna lose the game. Yeah. But you know, and he's kind of the poster boy for the sloppiness. I mean, I don't know understand how you can overrun the base like that. I'm sure it happens to other teams, but. That one stolen base, he Ooh. just and, flew past. And again, it like we talked about before too. Part of the issue was bad luck, right? <laughs> like yeah. you know, you 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 run, and that's part of the bad luck, right? You just you run, well, you go hard at the one opportunity you have, and can I, bam. Can I stop you, you there for a moment, Rob? So I don't think that's bad luck. All right, no. Dustin and I, Dustin uh, and I, hold on, Dustin so? and I. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna give an example of bad luck okay. in a moment. But Dustin and I used to play in the New Market Men's Baseball League. Yeah. All right. And if you overslid a base like that, you bring in beers next week. All right. <laughs> you beers. Fair Kangaroo enough. Court. Fair enough. Kangaroo court is happening. Or and and like like he was way like it was like a slip and slide there or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it was. It was. Wow. It was. Yeah. It was. It was too hard. I get it. Saying he was that, trying to be well, what he was trying to do. He's trying to be kind of a little bit. Tricky. He's trying to going, going slide hard, to the yeah. outside of the base, trying to make sure that he, you know, gets out of the range of any swipe. Um, and, you know, he just, yeah, he just yeah. gaffed. So, too late. We, want about, we want to talk about bad luck. Biggio is on second base. Let me set the scene here. Biggio is on second base. Yeah. And there is a liner right up yeah. the middle. Okay. Biggio takes... I, I don't even know if it's a step. It's like a half step the wrong direction. Yeah. And, and that's what, yeah. And the pickoff. So it's over it. Like to me, like like yes, the he is he at fault for that? Yes, he is. Yes. Because you, you, you not freeze be on a liner. And... You, freeze, you freeze on a liner. But that that to me is more bad luck than it is, you know, anything else. Like that that slide was I don't know, borderline <laughs> egregious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, you know, I I love the heart and I love the flexibility that he brings. But what good is it if, you know, yeah, like I, I want him, I want him to do well. Like, you know, he came up with Vladdy and came up with Bo and yeah, you know, I think Danny Jansen too. And, you know, yeah, you want him to do good. Well, he, he, his dad, but hold on, hold on, Rob, you want Biggio to do well, but you want Kirk to do bad. No, I don't want to do. I don't want I Kirk to do bad. I just think. I just think he he. He's overrated. <laughs> he's, I just think he's overrated. Biggio, uh, you know, he's had a bit more time, and he, he's kind of proven in the past that he, you know, has been able to to hit and to run and to play multiple positions. So it, I'm not saying I have any sort of a leniency or you know he's on a short rope or anything. I'm yeah, yeah I'm the first to admit it. Yeah, I think it's time that. Maybe it's time to part ways, but you know what do you get for him uh, with Biggio? But um, I don't know if he does. He have like you can't send him down. Does no. he have options? I don't think. I think. I think. I don't. Can. Can. No, DFA I think you can. But you think you can send Biggio down? I, I think you. I think you can because didn't they, I think he got sent down last year, a year before. Um, Dustin, can you look that while we talk? Can you look that up, please? Yeah. Or maybe. Yeah. Or, or maybe you do like a, 
I think you do like a fake injury and then, you know, oh, he's, he's yeah, rehab, he's rehabbing in, in, yeah, yeah re- rehabbing in, in, in Buffalo, you know, for a few games so he can get it right. Hey, maybe that's what you do with Manoa, right? Yeah. I mean, I know I suggested to you, Al, that maybe he should take a page out of the Yankees books, right? But, uh, you know, with some of the pine tar or resin or whatever you want to bring, call it. Bring you know? back the spitball. Maybe you should they should they should cheat. But I mean, hey, maybe that's a maybe that's a solution for Manoa, right? Like a, a workaround is just saying and, and Biggio and well not Kirk, you don't have a backup catcher, but you know, you you know, quote unquote injury, right? Strain growing and you know, go on the ten day DL and then you rehab in Buffalo and you know, when they say rehab it's basically get better so so this this article says he has three three options remaining on his contract so he could they could send him down they can send him down yeah all right well i think that uh plays a little bit into his last name then um saying that like he does in terms of his options you know first base second base obviously outfield he does offer a bit more than that but not really much of the plate being offered these days 159 his average uh five five uh 520 ops three home runs and five rbis yikes man i mean there's got to be somebody down in the minors what's his name the auto lopez guy mm-hmm. i mean he's he's a speedster um who I, I believe can play kind of multiple positions as well uh, it's they got to be close to to doing something about Biggio. I think they're giving them maybe till June or something. I don't know. Well, you know, I I think at this point of this season and this juncture, I think there's going to have to be a lot of things considered. Let's talk about some suggested fixes. You know, put on your uh, John Schneider's hat uh, for a moment gentlemen and uh tell me some things that you would do and and of course we don't know that this will make the team better but what you think may improve results uh for this team you know i've always said that a manager doesn't win you games a manager can only lose you games correct um so i you know i'm not sure if i'm john snyder what i'm doing i'm probably pulling my hair out you know, kicking the can, saying things are unacceptable. I don't know. What about um? What about an opener for Manoa? A what? Mm. An opener, like a like a like Trevor Richards, like opening. You know, because he he pitched well today, Trevor oh. Richards. So maybe you maybe you start maybe you do an opener for Manoa. Uh, get him a little time to settle into the you know to the game. Bring him in. Yeah, but you know, second you know, maybe third inning. Hmm. Uh, hmm. That is, that is very thought provoking. Very razy I, of you. Yeah. Um, I know. I, mean, I, well, I, I, I think that's a, I think that's a really good suggestion, right? If we have an arm like Trevor Richards, that can yeah. make start out a game. Uh, and then even, even like catchers, like I know Dalton Varsho is a catcher, but maybe you, put him as catcher and maybe you take give I can't believe I'm saying this I don't know if it's the solution but maybe you give Biggio a bit more time in left field um 
maybe just give him a chance to try to warm up a bit. Maybe he comes around. Like, he's also a lefty bat, and he's got some speed. You kind of take Kirk out of the lineup because he's not really producing. But I guess, I think between the two, between Kirk and Biggio, yeah, probably Kirk is doing a lot better. Kirk's Biggio, doing but... yeah, a lot better. Yeah. I mean, Biggio is negative war right now, so... Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> hold on, hold on. How did we not bring this up in the last segment? Craig, sorry, uh, Kevin Biggio is negative war. <laughs> negative. I thought 0. the worst you could get war on the season. Yeah. I thought the worst war you could get was zero. You're just like an average no, player. No. Oh wow. Yeah, well, he's Jeez. worse than average, <laughs> right? All right. He's well, costing the James the Jays point four war. Wow. Right now to be on this team. So, yeah, I don't know. Take the team out to a strip club. I don't, you know, <laughs> there's, there's got to be – I think, you know, what we've been talking about is there's kind of this nebulous problem out there that I, I don't know. I don't think the Jays' approach is bad. I don't think their work ethic is bad. Their attitude is bad. There's nothing wrong here. Maybe they're just not loose. Maybe they're just not. I, I don't know. Maybe they just need a shakeup. Something you know. What I forget the the name of the manager, the Rays manager uh, that Cash? used to do. No, no, no. The, Charlie Montoya. No. Three, oh, four, five years I, ago. I know. He used to do I, stuff like you know everybody wear you know weird shirt day or some shit like he would do kind of weird loosen up your team kind of morale boosting oh, activities so okay so what you're suggesting is that you know after last year and home run jackets and peanut showers it got too serious and we need to bring some fun back now i don't want the Maybe. home run jacket ever coming back in that dugout nor do i want peanut showers but I think you could do some other things, you know, just, just, just Maybe switch they, it up. Yeah, they need a home run thing, at least, just something to, I don't know, lighten it up. But I think, like I said, like I think their approach is good. They're they've built a good team. Like I'll say it till you know I'm blue in the face. This is a good team, despite what the last. 12 games that's been you know have looked like um this is a really good team and uh, they just need to figure out a way to put it all together i don't know what i don't know what that way is but well i uh we saw on the weekend that manoa lost his um personal catcher so danny jansen mm. came in I would, you know, J Jansen is uh, picked up a bit of an injury, so we're not going to unfortunately see that again anytime soon. But I, I think small things like this, um, you know, I would, you know, I wouldn't just trot out Kirk every game uh, when Manoa is pitching. Like I, I personally do not believe that Alec Manoa has pitched well enough to really, de you know, deserve or command a per uh, a personal catcher. Like that just yep. doesn't make sense to me. Again, um, that, that that and and that's a good point, and that again brings it back that they've just they've given Manoa so much leeway, yeah. and 
you know, making him the ace, making him opening day, making him, you know, playoff. And and I think it's it was too soon. And yeah, I don't think he warned uh, a personal catcher. Was Jansen pitching for him in the Orioles game? I didn't watch that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jansen was, yeah. 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 yeah that's... He he did well that he was doing well. Well he did he did mm-hmm. it was one of his better games, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think maybe I don't know, maybe he's just too comfortable with Kirk. It's just maybe the pitch pitch mix or something. They're just predictable or something. Well Jansen brings a bit it's more experience. Out. Right, um, he brings a bit more experience behind the plate, and that's why I thought, you know, this is the ship's not is is in some troubled waters. Let's uh, let's get someone you know at the wheel who you know has been around, and someone Danny Jantz is a, a very uh, important and respected player on the Blue Jays. You know, much you know fans love Danny Jansen, but um, behind the scenes, he is uh, a very respected player in the in you know that clubhouse as well. Now, I uh, I was actually messaging Rob today, uh, you know, distracting myself from the work I was supposed to be doing, and I I think coming into this um, into this season, I think the Jays made a couple assumptions, and uh, Rob, you can help me out with maybe the second one, but the the first assumption was that the pitching would be better. Like I don't, I don't think you know if you lined up John Schneider, Ross Atkins, and Shapiro, I don't think I, I think they would generally be shocked that this starting rotation, um, and in turn at times bullpen has had the issues that it's had. I I think they assume that Alec Manoa, you know, if he wasn't going to be his all star self, he would be at least decent, and he's you know wouldn't be right now essentially a hole in the um, mm-hmm. in the lineup or sorry in the in the in the pitching staff we thought there would be some regression but not not like this yeah they expected a lot a lot more from their their pitchers um i mean they kind of knew after last year that you know Burrios and Kikuchi you know yeah you're looking at number 4 number 5 starter so it's kind of catch 22 right like the guys that you thought were going to be great aren't that great and the guys that you thought weren't going to be that great actually are turning out to be better but it still is it good enough no no it is not (laughs) no no looks like just on that front on the starting pitcher front i saw was it yesterday Ryu's looking to come back by All Star mm-hmm. break. Yeah, that's his. That's his timeline. Do we? Yeah, do we want that? <laughs> well, well, I mean, considering the way Kikuchi's going right now, I, I, you know, yeah, don't, maybe. I don't think having him available would be a bad thing. No. Yeah, maybe an extra. Maybe he becomes a six starter, and you give it, you know, guys, an extra day's rest. Right. Maybe that's, or you maybe do that's, your, maybe that's your... a solution. Or you do your opener with him, you know, if he's, you know, just coming back from Tommy John, yeah, maybe he goes two up. or three, and then you go yeah. Ryu Manoa for six, seven innings, the two of them. Mm-hmm. That would be a reasonable approach. The other assumption that has now just come to me is, uh, and I don't want to, you know, we've we've talked about it already, 
But I, I think they assumed that Alejandro Kirk would be considerably better at the plate this year. Um, I think that was also – yeah, and, and, and not that it, it – the thing is, I don't think it really changes much because I think there's uh, somewhat of a platoon situation there happening anyway. But I, I do think that, you know, coming off, you know, a silver slugger, like I think, you know, I, I think it was reasonable to expect a little bit more out of him. Now he did report late to spring training, but you know, I think uh, those gears and wheels should be well lubricated by now. So I think let's, let's keep an eye on him for from now until the all-star break and then see, uh, see where he is at. Now, I did want to talk about underperformers. We kind of touched on, I think, pretty much all of them already. Uh, Manoa, Kevin uh, Biggio, Kirk. Uh, Alejandro Kirk. Uh, I, 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 you know, Espinal. I think has got to be in there. He was, uh, he was an All Star last year, although an alternate. Um, but I, and you know, I, I think borderline in this. I think kind of Varsho, kind of a little bit disappointing. Um, I did expect a little bit more from him, I guess, at the bat. But looking at even, his stats, I think he's pretty much the same as he was last year. Well, even even um, George Springer, I, I just think those guys aren't hitting their normal numbers. So it's not that they're – if they if, – if the, these players can just do what their normal – hit play their normal numbers, then – the Jays will be okay, but they're underperforming a little bit, which is having a big impact. So yeah, like the Varsho and and Springer, I don't maybe even Vladdy because I mean I don't know how many home runs he should potentially be having by now, but he's only he doesn't have that many. I think he has um, eight home Bichette. runs. Yeah, but okay, so maybe he's he's tied right. So but uh, I Bo think is, Bo has nine and nine, yeah, Vladdy. So he's leading. I mean, I, who would have predicted that, right? So, um, I don't know. I just think maybe Vladdy is, you know, maybe he's coming around a little bit, but he's, I think, underperforming a little bit. Um, well, but he is hitting from, like, his average is he's hitting just below 300. Um, I think I think up until the last two weeks, most people would agree that Vladdy was having an improved season. Now, mm-hmm. power-wise, doesn't seem like it. But I think the power ties into the overall, seems like, approach on um, from this team is, you know, more opposite field, less, uh, you know, less hitting for home runs. But Vladdy, <laughs> he's looked like he's been swinging for the fences of late. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about some positives because um, I would say up until 2.45 this afternoon, I was still in the positive camp. And um, I, I'm with baseball, I, I, I'm the perennial optimist. Um, so I do want to talk about some positives here. And I would like to start with – there are – I. I think there are a bunch of them. Uh, Chris Bassett, I think, has been, you know, an, an incredible pickup. Like, without where would this team be without Chris Bassett? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I yeah. shudder to think of where we would be without Chris Bassett. Um, you know, he's well, been a workhorse. Me, that's for sure. 
Let me answer my own question. We'd be in last place. <laughs> we are in last place. We are in last place. We're, we'd be in the same place we would be. We would just have five less wins. by the Less way. hope. Yeah. Yeah. Less hope. No, he's been he's been great. I mean, he, he had the complete game there the other start. And um, he's just been a workhorse in terms of innings either, um, effective, you know, shutdown pitcher. He's the, the guy you want on the mound right now. Uh, you know, if playoffs started tomorrow, I mean, we wouldn't be in them. But if they did and we were, uh, he'd be starting game one for me. Ooh, not Kevin Gosman. No. Ooh. Rob, you're going to disagree on that one, but yeah, uh, I, I would I would I would still put Gosman as, as my number one. Well, they have I, I, I do think Gosman's been like if we want to talk about luck, Kevin Gosman has been extremely unlucky. So Gosman yeah. is two and three. Bassett is five and three. Gosman has a 3.14 ERA. Bassett has a you know 3.03, which you know was helped by that complete game and a lot of the you know he's been going deep into games and they have pretty much a very similar whip. Uh, Bassett at 1.04 and Gosman at 1.08. But yeah, I think those are you know should our fortunes uh, reverse themselves? Uh, yeah, those are those are one in those are pitchers uh, starting one and one and two for sure. Yep. I mean, now, there's there is some argument for using your best best pitcher in game two, but um, you know, if you if you lose game one, then you want game two. You know, you want to make sure you win game two. I don't know. So, are, is that is so was Rob wrong all all along? And really, they just wanted Kevin Gossman to pitch game number two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just breaking. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, yeah, that that's a that that's could be one theory. Uh, I'm not going to agree with it, but <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about some more positives. Uh, Kevin Kiermeyer, another pickup in the off season. Uh, he actually has the third highest OPS on the team, and he's uh, hitting three. His average is three twelve. As I said, an 831 OPS, three home runs, and 14 RBIs. I, I don't really think Kevin Kiermaier could have, could be playing any better than he actually is. Yeah, great pickup. Um, you know, at the beginning of the season, I said, you know, he was always a Jays killer, so I'm glad he's on our team and not against our team. He's got the speed, has the defense, and able to put the bat on the ball, get on base. Definitely a big positive uh would you move kiermeyer in the lineup mm. no I mean, no i wouldn't i'll tell you why mm-hmm. having him on the number nine almost puts him it, it, it's a way to turn the, the the lineup over and if he can get on base for Bo george Vladdy, then you're generating runs, right? Um, so that's why I would keep him there. And then, you know, like to put him on what after, you know, in front of Kirk, like you're getting on, even if he gets on as a single, maybe he tries to steal second. And then, you know, then you got Kirk up. Is it, is it 
do you feel confident enough? Can he come in for, for you know, can Kirk hit bat him in, uh, you know, for an RBI? I don't think so. I, th- I think where he's, where he's on, uh, where he is in, in, in the ninth spot, I, I think he's good there. He seems, and he's doing well. And if you move him again, does it, would it have an impact on him? Cause then, you know, maybe they pitch him a little bit differently. So I, I would keep him in the ninth. Yeah, I'm I'm sympathetic to that argument. I think that makes some sense, especially if we're talking about you know part of the problem here is not stringing together hits in a, enough to to score runs. I mean, you know, the flip side or the of that sort of conversation is that um, you know you want your best hitter hitters to hit as many times throughout mm-hmm, the game mm-hmm. as you can, and so you move them up in the lineup. But then is is Kiermaier really? I mean, he, he's not, you know, he's not a super high average guy. I mean, he's doing a great job. He's getting on base and and he's getting some timely hitting. Um, but you know, I wouldn't say there's a justification to move him up either. I, I would keep him where he is. Yeah. Well, I I like, you know, I like where he is. I like you know that he's like the second leadoff hitter. In the nine yeah. hole, totally. I'm 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 a hundred percent on board with that. But mm-hmm. you know, if we're talking about changes, if we're talking about shaking up things, you know, I do think, uh, you know, there there are things that we have to look at. Um, and if this team can, you know, continues to just you know not pick up wins, uh, decisions are going to have to be made and. Yeah, and, that could be you know, yeah. like, right? Like, it, it, yeah, he is a lefty too, so you know he, you know he can. Well, well, that's the other thing, right? Is you put a like you, you put a lefty bat in to kind of mix it up, right? So you you, you don't want all your lefties in the middle of the lineup. You want to try to mix it up, and the pitchers have to pitch a little bit different. So you know, if a pitcher is pitching to a a couple of righties, then they pitch to a lefty and then they back to a, a couple of righties, you know, that's would be beneficial. But mm-hmm. if to do it, you know, to have all your lefties. Um, so who, who do you mix them up with? Right. Like you, if you bring Kirk, right. But then Kirk bats, you know, he bats right. Or so. Yeah. But you do have to, I think maybe you do have, to, if you do decide to mix it up, then, yeah, you're looking at moving him up in the order, and then, hey, if it means Brandon Belt going somewhere else too, maybe you got to move him. But yeah, definitely they have to do something. So maybe shaking up the order is is an option. All right, some other positives. I feel like we talk about him a lot, but Bo Bichette leads the majors in hits. Um, not really that surprising, as he led the American League last year in hits, but. I think, uh, you know, another player that aside of that one throw in Philadelphia, which um, I don't, Rob, I don't think you were on that podcast, but I, uh, I have a young son and I was just like, oh, come on. I just like yelled, you just yelled at the TV. I was like, what if, you know, it was 10th inning and it was just, it was a high profile bad throw. But I think defensively, you know, I, I'm waiting for that that shoot a drop, uh, you know, another time, but defensively he's been pretty solid. Uh, and at the plate, he's doing what he does best. Right. And three twenty six average, 
leading the team in well, he leads the team in pretty much all hitting categories, uh, in average, in OPS, in home runs. Uh, he uh, is second in RBIs, but uh, again, he is leading the majors in hits, and I think he's up by about maybe like five or six hits over Freddie, Freddie Freeman. So, um, yeah, another positive. Gotta love Bo. I mean, I don't know what's wrong with him at all. Nothing. I think that um, you know, even the the small hit you can take to his um, uh, defensive abilities. I think that's. I think honestly, it's probably not as bad as most people make it out to be. I think it, it looks bad because that's kind of the narrative of him is like he's he's not a great defender. Blah 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 blah. I mean, I think. It was yesterday's game. He made an amazing like play that just went like totally unnoticed to me from like the announcer point of view. Like the ball was hit on sort of a little looper and it bounced like two inches before his glove and he caught it and he made a really quick, accurate throw to first. Like he's a, a really good shortstop. I think actually people maybe underestimate him there because of you know maybe a little bit of a bad decisions is is a lot of what you know his errors at at shortstop have been in terms of like throwing when he probably should have just ate the ball or something all right well that's all the time we have thanks for listening This has been Station to Station, the Blue Jay Series recap show. We will be back early next week with our review of the weekend series versus the New York Mets. Thank you for listening, and until next time.